80. Sucks we got to start the pile like this, but of course, another mass shooting happened this week down in Nashville. Fellas, where was y'all at when all this news broke? Uh, Just at the crib, man. Just at the crib. Uh, <clears throat> Like a lot of people, I get my news from Twitter. Uh, So, you know, talking to my wife, it's just like the last one. It's just like, okay, we got another shooting. And then you hear that it's a woman this time. And my my wife was surprised. Uh, she was like, oh, that's strange. Just hearing that it's not a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, getting some more of the details. Uh, something that I did this time that I never do is watch the, the video, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they released like the body cam footage. What was it? A couple of days later, maybe. And uh, I watched the whole thing, man. The shit looked it's crazy. Uh, just watching the police officers going classroom to classroom, trying to figure out where the uh, shooter was at, trying to make sure everybody's safe. Uh, ultimately, they uh, gun her down. Um, but shit, man, it's, it's crazy. Um, somebody that's bringing a kid into the world, having to now have to think about like what, what's going to happen Six years down the line, you know, where are we going to be in terms of safety? Uh, you know, five years, six years later, it's, it's, cra- it's just crazy. It's crazy to think about. And the bad part is it's just April. Uh, right. Beginning of the year. And unfortunately, this ain't going to be the last one. Right. You talking yeah. about? Right. You bring that up. And so this year, there's been over 125 mass shootings. And 13 of them have been in schools. They, it, like you said, it's April. They said on the news that there's an average of one a week. <laughs> like, come on, bro. It's crazy. It's sad, bro. It's sad. Definitely sad. What about you, Killer? Man, I um, my first first thought, to be honest, I have a real close uh, family friend. I'll say my, my mom's uh, one of her friends that she was in her 20s. They used to be neighbors in apartments together, me and uh me and her children grew up together. Um, the the youngest or, or the oldest daughter lives in Nashville mm. and has kids around that age. So my first thought was, damn, you know, you like having so much. Eventually, it's going to touch people that we know. It's going to touch people that, you know, in cities that we know. And my first thought was, damn, let me just look on her page and make sure she ain't going crazy or nothing. What's going on? So hollered at her. Everything was good. But her um, in our conversation, this is like the day of. Like, while it's happening, we're just kind of texting or, like, Facebook messaging. And her first thing she says to me was, my nine-year-old is on spring break, and I got to figure out how to get him charged back up to go to school because now he don't want to go to school. Right. Because this is happening now in his backyard. And, you know, uh, I think he he plays, like, AAU basketball. He's really uh, active like that. And know some of these kids that go to these or live in these towns and, and go to these schools. You know, nobody was hurt. But, like, it's, it's affecting people, you know, and it, that was just my first thought was, damn, you know, like that 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 little boy nine year old and, and gotta gotta deal with the traumas of of uh should I go to school, should I not, because I don't feel safe. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just crazy to me. And having kids myself all in school, you know, huge fear of mine, you know, that that, that something like that happens here at home. But um it, it's just sad that that is a constant thing that we deal with and that it just it, it seems like the uh, the powers that be don't give a fuck until it touched them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So just sad all the way around. Dizzle hit it on the head. It's just super, super sad, sad uh, event that happened yet again. 
Yeah, man. So six people were killed. Three of them were nine-year-olds. You know, a, a custodian, a substitute teacher, and like the the principal of the school yeah. as well. So like, yo, three nine-year-olds. That is crazy, man. Crazy. And a different angle on this, like this person was trans, and like now I'm fearful for you know the trans community because now they're about to feel a heavy backlash mm-hmm. even more because of one individual. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, it's just creates more and more of a snowball effect of who's getting shit on basically you know what i'm saying so obviously this person had some major issues that they were dealing with and decided like this was the way they were going to express themselves coward Mm -hmm. activities no doubt about it piece of shit that you would do that but still didn't say like she, she was 28 years old yeah a former student of this elementary school so you you've been holding on to a 20 year grudge and you decide to, you know, affect people that had nothing to do with your grudge. You know, like uh, if there was an individual there, you made this personal. That would at least put some more clarity to your situation as to why you did this. But to hurt innocent people, you just you just shooting that wheel. You shooting to get in the school. Like you just coming in there guns a blazing. And I saw that video as well. And like that wasn't no Uvalde. And I ain't trying to make this a funny thing. But like they they went in there and handled business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. They uh, brought up that one of the cops went to UD, was a, a, yeah. a student that graduated from UD. I don't know why I threw that out there, but they were throwing that out there for like two or three days. But, yeah. Um, glad to see that they handled that one a lot better. Um, unfortunately, they have to, we have now a whole plethora of events we can look at and, and now train on for these cops to learn how to handle these situations. And unfortunately, unfortunately they'll they'll keep doing that and they'll, they'll keep happening, but hopefully they get better at, you know, tackling the situation. So I saw something online, never seen it before. Uh, they're building the safe rooms for the each classroom. I saw that too. Or like bulletproof, like where a fold-out situation. It basically a fold-out situation where it's in the corner, and then a teacher, whatever, in a situation could pull it out, and it turned into a, what a thirteen by ten bulletproof, basically house for for them to just sit in. And I'm thinking, like, damn, is that what we gotta have? To make sure folks Crazy. are safe, like I remember next to the fish in the no more no more hamsters in the classroom, huh? Yeah, straight. That's nuts. Is that like to to even have that? Is that normalizing it, or is that like prepare? I know it's preparing for it, but is that what we want? You know what I mean? Right. I'm with it. <laughs> you with it? I'm with yeah. it. I'm with it. I'm with armed security guards at every school across the country. I know some people in. You know, whatever city they live in or whatever suburb they live in, it's like, well, that can't happen here. Well, guess what? It can't happen. It, it can happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The crazy part about it, me and the wife was having a conversation about it, is like, you know, the schools in the hood or whatever that do have metal detectors, they don't have these type of situations inside the school. But the bad side about it, the kids, when they leave school, they got to deal with that shit in their own community. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? And it's totally the other side of it when you're dealing with the suburban schools. Like, you don't have to deal with gun violence in your neighborhood, but you could potentially be dealing with gun violence inside your school because you don't have that security, you don't have that buffer and everything like that. Me and the wife was talking about that just like in our childhood of experiences. The the, the height of it was you might have heard student A might have a gun at school today. Mm-hmm. And you might have heard that and everybody was kind of on the lookout. But it was never the thought of, like, he about to just start shooting all of us. Right. It was like he got a gun because he been getting picked on. He got a beef with something or whatever, protection, whatever. But you might – that was the height of the gun things in school. It was like you might have heard so-and-so might have a gun today, and you might report that. It might go through, student get expelled, whatever. But now <clears throat> it's like the whole 
when you think about guns in school, you're thinking about how many people like like mass shooting, like right. trying, to, trying to like mass casualty people. And I wanted to say this too. Um, these vets out here, I've heard this in the rumor mill, but let's use some of these vets. The the vets that signed up to be in the military, signed up to lay their life on the line for this country. That ain't gonna change for the elementary schools. Like and they don't change when you get out. You still mm-hmm. feel that way. So I know there's people out there that would love to be the on school person and be there just to be the protector. So let's use them. Absolutely. What do y'all think about teachers with guns? You have kids, you got a little one on the way. What do y'all think about teachers packing heat i think that there's about five percent of the teachers that i would feel okay with because i think about like when i was in school i don't want my english teacher who was 64 with a bad hip trying to reach for the gun in a situation that you know what i'm saying like it's certain people that you just know not but like we had you know a power lifting uh athletic director for a year this dude was a former power lifter like I would feel safe with him having a gun, you know. So mm-hmm. I think it's certain teachers, yes, certain backgrounds, yes, but it shouldn't be like if you want it, come and get it. You to feel to feel safe, like everybody can carry it because we we've seen it. Um, the the accidental shootings and the, mm-hmm. like. It's, there, there's more things that happen with more guns than it is with you know. I would I would be less amount of people with it, like a small mm-hmm. percentage per district or something. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that because yeah. Gun safety is no no joke. Everybody don't need to have one. Uh, but nah, I I agree. I want to ask you though. Um, do you know if your kids go through like uh, what's it active shooter drills? Because mm-hmm. we've never had those. I never had an active shooter drill growing up. Yeah. I remember the fire drill, tornado drill, and that was about it. And yeah. throughout those, we was bullshitting. You know, <laughs> right. well, I love the fire drill day. You know, you got thirty minutes of sneak off. Yeah, sneak of just off bullshitting, session. going outside. You see somebody you ain't saw in a minute, but I'm I'm certain the active shooter drill. What's, you yeah. know what that's like? Yeah, my kids uh, definitely. My oldest two, um, um, they definitely the school they go to have like they just had this probably a month or two ago where they literally for like a month warned the whole area that we about to have a full blown training day. At, at the school and with students and all. So from like 8 to 12, the kids had to be to school on time. You couldn't be tardy um, or they weren't going to let you come until after 12 because they had a whole day of cops coming in, uh, the helicopters flying over, and they made it a whole shebang. And, mm-hmm. um, but they're doing that along with the fire drill, the tornado drill, the you know all the other things that we did in schools that we might have got the half hour outside, third period on a nice day. Like, bet we out here – Chilling like yeah, they eight to twelve, eight to one doing that quarter or like semi quarterly. I'll say like twice a year. Yeah, we have active training, uh, active shooter training at the station, and like we have online courses we have to take, and then um, we always have police officers come and do like a whole spiel or whatever. But now that we're really not in the building, like everybody's not in the building, we do it virtually. But like yeah, we have active training at the job. And to the teachers with guns, I am one million percent against that. Mm-hmm. Teachers got enough to worry about. Mm-hmm. They got to obviously teach. You know, uh, kids are kids are kids. Yes, and everything like that. And let's just say, for instance, teachers are human, just like everybody else. I forget shit. You forget shit. You forget shit. Our listeners forget shit. What if one day the teacher forgets to lock the gun up or whatever, yeah. leaves that drawer unlocked. Yeah. And Billy, who's badass, always is in detention or late to class. He sees her not do it. Little Billy gets the fucking gun. Mm-hmm. No. Let's have trained professionals. And like you said, people that serve this country, 
that are are maybe retired that know how to use these weapons yeah. have the trained professionals yeah. using the weapons, <clears throat> exactly. man. Let's not have novice out here holding guns and things of that nature. Exactly. Let's have professionals and let's have the teachers worry about teaching the kids and everything like that. And let's have the security worry about securing the whole school and everything like that. Yeah. Real quick, I just want to say I saw it when I did the school event. The gym teacher, not in that level, but I saw the the aspect of what you're saying. Teacher, the gym teachers having gym. I'm setting up. He cones off a little area in the gym for me to you know be protected because they're about to let the kids hoop and on that side of the gym and all that. The whole gym period happens. Class is over. It's one or two kids that got to get up five more shots. They ain't, they ain't ready. To, they ain't ready to throw the ball. They're running from the teacher. They passing it behind the teacher. They, you know, all that. They go out to lunch. The teacher was cool. He everything's cool, but he has to monitor lunch. Within five minutes, I hear him losing his shit in the lunchroom because it's a full blown fight. Oh, so he comes in. The, I hear him screaming. He comes in the gym. And he has to like detox from that. He has to like cool himself down because he was charged up. And it's like, could you imagine him having a day like that? And some of these kids, you know, or, or, or teachers, just crazy too. Like they ain't all just squared away. Right. Everybody having guns, and, and though, it like, and, and the human of people, yeah, not not a good idea at all, man. I mean, I don't know how many times we got to say it, thoughts and prayers and everything like that. But shoot, I guess that's really all we can say yeah. to the families and the people that are affected by this. But the real things that need to happen is our lawmakers. They need to wake up yep. and realize, like, all right, man, you may be getting checks from the NRA or whatever, lining your pockets, but shoot, man, people are dying. And not only, you know what I'm saying, people, but children are dying. They're not even getting to live out their lives or live out their dreams. I mean, nine years old and it's over? Nah, man, that's not the way to be. Nuts. Thoughts and prayers. Drop that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kid. Bouse. And Hazel. Uh oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A. Dizzle. Can't make this up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode 338. I don't know. I don't that, know. That's right. Is it 338? Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Somebody didn't update the notes and that somebody would be me. I did <laughs> I did like five minutes ago. I just forgot that quick. Oh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, how was the week? I had a great week. I saw you uh, spinning. Yeah. Um... I'll go first. Uh, go for it. So for me, um, I got a hard, uh, hard-earned gift and a long-awaited add to the repertoire. But new, I new. Got a new DJ controller. It's my second ever DJ controller. Um, funny first story. The very first thing that I bought after I, I've shared a story we talked before, but birthday went to play roulette casino, won a bunch of money. Became a DJ on the way back home from that casino <laughs> ride. Um, came home to the wife who was pissed, but I bought this controller. And I had it for like three days, and I hated it. I couldn't get comfortable on it. It just wasn't right. Returned it. 
So when I told my wife that I'm buying a controller, she was like, that one thing you bought when you first started? I'm like, but it's way better now. Like, it's not, it's not 2006 anymore. You know, it's way better. But I got a new Rain 4 controller. Um, has all the bells and whistles. Has a mixer and two turntables. So now I got left and right again. So I'm learning this week how long it's been since I've used my left hand in a DJ capacity because I've been <laughs> using the right turntable and one mixer. So, um, but man, I spent all week... Um, digging into that, it has a new technology on it called Stems, where you can acapella instrumental, take out the bass line of any song. So I've been loading songs into that, getting it ready. Um, updating my equipment, too. Um, that was a uh, scare. Um, Uh-oh. So uh, another story real quick. I had an experience in 2010 where the uh, Apple operating system updated, and I updated my operating system faster than Serato was ready for uh, the operating system to communicate. Mm-hmm. So when I updated my operating system and went to go DJ, I couldn't access no music. The program wasn't working. I was stuck for like six weeks. Um, had to, you know, Dang. it was bad. So I have became the person that don't update. Um, this is my DJ computer. It's not for anything else. So I surf the net with it and DJ. But the wife starts adding Creative Clouds and Adobe's this. Nah, we got to take that back off because this ain't, this ain't that. <laughs> so... That led me down a road of I couldn't grow with the with the, the technology of today. So uh, I had to find uh, it within myself. I backed up this computer, and I had to read up the specs of my new controller and saw that this computer was able to get to, if first place was this, I was able to get to, like, third place. Okay. So there's five places that's qualified. I'm, like, right in the middle. So. Um, it, it was it was strong enough to handle it. Um, I spent a whole day backing it up. I spent a whole day uh, doing the operating systems, doing the firm uh, firmware updates, the hard drive updates for the controller, and uh, and I bought it. I got it on Tuesday and didn't touch it or play a song on it till Thursday. So discipline. Yeah. So I made sure I took my time, got it all right. Um, plugged in, played, and it's been great. Um, had my first gig with it yesterday, Saturday, up in Columbus. Had to do an 80th birthday party in Columbus. Um, wanted to holler at Big Brother OP while I was there, but in daddy duties. Uh, my <laughs> oldest daughter had her end-of-the-year competition at the Nutter Center, and um, the awards was at 10 o'clock. Pickle was at like 11. I was DJing from 4 to 8, so... Had a little time, but not a lot, to just wait in Columbus and then go get her. So mm-hmm. me and the wife hit the casino real quick, <laughs> got a couple of drinks, had a, had a meal, played a couple of slots, won the money that we spent on the drinks and meals, and got up out of there. We was there like 30 minutes, so it was perfect. Victory. Perfect, perfect time there. Um, drove it on back. But, uh, it's been a great week. Great week of just digging into the, the, the DJing and getting excited about practicing again <clears> and <throat> just breaking down all this new equipment I got. So Dope, dope, Good purchase. Dope. You don't have buyer's remorse? Hell good no. about it? The only thing that I want now is a new laptop, but the I'm super happy about it. Um, shout out to my mom's. So I'll, I'll put it on the pod. My mom helped me with this. This wasn't no tax, no, no tax money yet. That's still on the way. But uh, <laughs> uh, <my> mom, <laughs> mom's helped me out big time with uh, – uh, helping me with like basically half she she halved it with me of the cost so shout out to mom dukes for Dang. definitely definitely supporting what i do and she know i had a busy 2022 21 i know i've been going hard for the fam and she supports it so 
Moms looked out on this one. So that's oh. what's, up, what's up. What about you, man? Man, it's been a great week on my side as well. I got to do something I've never done before. I got to go to opening day of baseball. Man, that looked, that looked fun. It was cold as fuck. It looked, still looked fun, though. <laughs> it was fun. So uh, Justin and I, you know, I co-host his show with him, uh, the, the sports talk show. So we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, and we finally got the green light and everything like that to go down there and do it. So. Opening day was on Thursday. The Reds were playing uh, the who were they playing? Pirates. Pirates. They were playing the Pirates, and uh, so we we're going to do the show from eight a.m. till ten a.m. and then you know hang out a little bit downtown Cincinnati and everything like that. So obviously, Dayton and Cincinnati are an hour apart. So we left the station at six fifteen in the morning. That means I was up at five. Mm-hmm. So. Drove down there, and, like, it was packed. Well, it wasn't packed yet, but all the parking was gone. Yeah. You know, so it was really nowhere to park. So we had to, like, kind of, like, park on a median. (laughs) (laughs) So we parked on the median. We get in there. We do the show. But we're set up on the concourse outside. Mm -hmm. And I knew I had my bubble coat, had a hoodie, had a scully. I was good. I brought hot hands because my hands always get cold. Mm -hmm. Forgot the hot hands in the truck. So we're out there for two and a half hours at least with no gloves, dude. My hands were like stuck like this. And you this. know the hot hands like, is right there. Right there. <laughs> but see, the thing about it, the hot hands were probably like a 10-minute walk away. So as I we set up and everything like that, and we're like about five minutes from going on the air, I'm like, oh, shit, where are the hot hands? It's like, did you bring them? Did you bring them? No, no. Oh, shit, they have to be in the truck. I was like, it's not that cold. I'll be cool. I'll right. just stick them in my, my pockets or whatever. So, you know, starting like, man, shit, getting a little cold <laughs> here. And you know what normally what we do when you get cold hands, you put them in your armpits. Right. <laughs> but I got a coat on, so I can't do that. So I'm just getting colder and colder. But I wasn't as cold as Justin. Mm. Justin didn't wear a coat. Shut up. Yeah, man. T-shirt? And not just a oh. long sleeve tee. Did he have on shorts? No. Okay. <laughs> he wore jeans for a change. No hat either. Oh, man. So, like, we're doing these interviews with the people from the Reds and everything like that, and those are going great. But, you know, I've got my coat on. Other people got their coats on. He's just sitting there shivering. What was he thinking? Shivering. Wasn't thinking. He was I charged up. He was too hot. I told him, like, so he, he beat me to the station. I got here at, like, <laughs> 6 o'clock. He was already here loading things on the back end or whatever. I was like, I just got to grab this, that, and third. I'm about to grab these hot hands, too. So I'm like, yo, you ready? So we jumping in the truck. I was like, you ain't got no coat? He's like, oh, no, I'll be fine. I was like, bruh, it's 25 degrees. <laughs> right? So wait, and I, I've never even thought about going to no opening day. Is this just an outside yeah. big oh, tailgate? Is I, this I what this a, is, basically? I saw a drone picture. It looked like like Woodstock. It was like it was like <laughs> really? seven, eight blocks of just people as far as you can see in one big drone shot. And, and people got active early. So, so we were just inside at the, the stadium. Okay, we're okay. inside the stadium. So next year we're gonna um like do it from the bleacher seats, but this time we're like kinda like on a concourse next to a couple other radio stations and T V stations and everything like that with the outfield in the background. But he said, like, yo, y'all can go down to the field if y'all want, just not on the field. Right. So it was like we just walking around, getting pictures, talking to other uh media people and everything like that. But like, bruh didn't have no coat, man. Cause he stayed for the game. Now, mind you, Ooh. mind you, the game didn't start until four o'clock. I'm about to say that was a four p.m. start, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. So it was so cold that like after the, we wrapped up the show, we did like a little once over around the stadium and whatever, and then hung out for like a quick minute. 
like outside. Uh, we I left before the parade, uh-huh. so he went over to the Holy Grail and got a table because a couple of his friends were coming down to the game as well. So like he was down there from like seven o'clock a.m. and he said they didn't get back to the hotel until like about three or four. I was like, bro, what? Wow. You stayed up basically twenty hours, twenty plus hours. And no coat. With no coat. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. He was like, Well, I warmed up once I started drinking. And then uh like when the game was going on, unfortunately, we weren't sitting in the sun. We were sitting in the shade. So that's I got cold again. I was like, So you got cold t- twice. Right. In one day. I was like, You're a wild boy. But you Ooh. know, after that, came back to work, knocked out some things. That was where the sucky part came in. Like I was stuck at the station until like seven, mm. just handling shit because I was basically gone all day. Everything had like kind of stacked up on me. But then, you know, yesterday was what April first, so I was like, all right. Me and the wife have been talking. We're allegedly going on a vacation, and I say allegedly because we've been talking about it for like three or four weeks, and we haven't determined where we're going, where yeah. we're going. But we say we're going on a vacation that is going to be a beach vacation, but. It's a lot of talk right now. Right. So I was like, well, I need to get my ass in the gym. I've been working out, but I ain't been working out, working out. You know what I'm saying? So It's funny you say that. I got in the gym heavy yesterday and today, so I'll be ready for the beach vacation that we're probably not going to take. <laughs> we're, uh, you know, I'm planning a big trip for the wife. Yes, sir. And um, we are staying, like, we're doing it. We're doing this one, like, all the way. So we got the Cosmopolitan. Mm. We, we, got the, we, got, we got the suite. With with the with the balcony with the fountain view, look at y'all. We got the usher tickets paid for, the flight paid for. So now we just you know save 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 until this trip in June, right? But I want to make this special. And I know she listens to the pod. She listens to the pod when I play the pod. So if I'm listening <laughs> to the pod, she'll definitely check it out. Um, but I want to. I need y'all. I need some tips. I need some gotcha. some some to dos. We there from Monday to basically Thursday night. We check out Thursday at noon. Our, or Thursday afternoon, our flight leaves Thursday evening, but we got a rental car, so free parking at the Cosmo if you stay in there. So we we gonna use the car as needed, and then walk. You know, probably do more walking than use the car, but we gonna check out Vegas. So I need some to dos. Oh man, I have no idea. Uh, oh, I mean, that's right. When you went, it was lockdown, right? It was COVID. It was in the heat of COVID too. Um, but we didn't we didn't do much. We walked the strip, of course, and. Just did we just I gambled everywhere I went I gambled and that was pretty much that's it. Just, that's what I'm gonna be on and she knows that. So yeah. I'm trying to make sure I can like like spend the spend some time outside of that atmosphere because when I get in it I'm in it. You right. know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't mind you know hitting up the happy hour here or the or go get a drink here because they great or go check out this you know. Aria uh, buffet that I remember yeah. you telling me about. So I, do y'all do y'all I mean, gotta do the. Uh, Timeshare meeting? <laughs> no, 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 we had to do that bullshit. Oh, y'all, y'all got hit with the script too. We did too. It once. was cool because the the made the hotel cheap as fuck. I think we paid like forty eight bucks or something like that. Never again. Uh, I'll do it again. What you mean? Never. That shit was like three hours. How much was your hotel though? It, we, no, we we already had our shit. We uh they ended up giving us uh tickets to like a magic show, which was dope. We got tickets to that big ass Ferris wheel for free, and we got like a free buffet and like something else. But like it wasn't worth it. It wasn't three hours, bro. I had the money. I could have just paid. Right. <laughs> see, see, that's what since my birthday party, this has been on my mind. So I've been slowly putting gig money away that she can't see, just stashing it away, knowing that whatever she decided to do, I wanted to be ready 
to mm-hmm. handle. And um, as soon as the Usher thing came about, I could see her constantly looking at tickets and trying to figure out dates. Once we locked in a day, I just locked in everything real quick so that we can just save up and go. Yeah. And um, it, it was funny to see her, uh, like, she didn't know that I was, like, ready ready to do that. So when when it, when it was time to be like, yeah, we're going to do this, I'm like, all right, bet. Go to Delta. Let's find a flight. And we waited, like, a day or two to see if the prices changed. It was like, uh. Let's lock it in. She's like, lock it in how? I'm like, lock it in. So, so, so and then so all that. So now, now that that kind of is going on, I wanna, I, I need, I need some good eats. I need some good eats. Oh man, I, uh, I would definitely say breakfast style. Um, hash go go house. It's inside the Link Hotel. I've heard. I've, we we we've been YouTubing and trying to get ready. So. Definitely hit that up for sure. It's some good. Uh, Food courts inside the Cosmo that they got now that are pretty dope. Um, mm-hmm. that have recently opened up. I haven't seen them. Haven't been to them. They opened since the last time have we you were there. Have stayed there? I've never stayed there, but I've uh, kicked it there before. Okay, and spent I, a lot I, of money I, there before. I, <laughs> I I hear it's the party hotel. It is a party hotel. It's like the upscale party hotel. Okay, cool. Um, I would say uh, I wouldn't get a rental car. Because, I mean, everything that you need is, like, really right there. Well, this is one of the reasons why we're doing it. The the cheapest flight, <laughs> a lot of, we're getting there at, like, I think we land at, like, 10 in the morning. Okay. Can't check in until 3. Yeah, they, 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 they own and that shit. For we, sure. we just looked at the Uber price from the ho- from the airport to the hotel was, like, 25 Yeah, and then they got, like, surge pricing and everything I like that. I can get the $200 rental for the whole week. So it was, like. Come and go as you please. Yeah, do just, whatever y'all want. We'll probably only use it for like getting that time before we check in, getting all the stuff we want to get, all the Vegas favors that <coughs> we want to get. There's yeah. shuttles too. You might not have to take an Uber because we didn't take Ubers. Yeah, shuttles like to the hotel. And yeah, the- Ho- hotels to the strip. Yep, yep, um, yep. Yeah, like a shuttle from the hotel. I mean, from the airport to the hotel, probably like twenty bucks. Okay. Yeah, and. You know, back mm-hmm. the next day, and they run all day long. Yeah, so that can definitely save y'all some money. I, I definitely if, wouldn't if, do if a we had car to pay for unless parking, y'all were gonna... I wasn't gonna do it. But if we're not paying for parking and we're there for four days, I was just thinking it might be for two hundred dollars. The the four times that we want to go off the strip, we're gonna spend two hundred dollars doing that. So I might as well just have the ability to do it whenever I want. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I know y'all gonna partake. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, we actually want to take a tour and, and go visit a bunch of them and just check them out. So okay. That little, we, like, half of them is twenty four hour spots. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they yeah. Got, so we could just you know land and go do that for a couple of hours and load up for the balcony <laughs> for the week. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then look, the greatest part about this is I was reading on the Cosmopolitan uh, website. As long as you got the the terrace with the with the balcony. But they provide you with the ashtray. They like just close the door, make sure you smoke on the balcony. Look at that. So I'm like, oh y'all, know who y'all talking lit. to happy endings. Oh yeah, it's going down. <laughs> it's going. Down. It's legal. I think when we went, I was googling like where the where the uh, brothel. I think Lamar Odom was that. Wasn't that in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the one you want to go to. Right. Isn't that, isn't oh, that no. the one he almost died at? <laughs> right. Yeah. She put him on it too good. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga with the heebie-jeebies. Right. But uh, shit, I would definitely uh, say do the ATVs, man. Yeah. Do the ATVs for that sure. Fun. That sounds fun. That shit is a good yeah. ass time. We man. went hiking. Hiking was pretty cool. Good scene. I ain't never been in the desert or even near it. So mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Yeah, last time I went was 11, 11, 11 for uh, 
Well, no, I went, one, I went one time with smoking them, but that was a real quick trip. But like 11, 11, 11, I was there for a week for my stepbrother's wedding. But it was all family, and we was mm-hmm. staying at the Tahiri Village, which was like on the other side of the yeah. airport, more family resort style. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really get the experience. We never, not, on all my trips, I've never stayed in the heat of it. So that's why we like, we doing the Cosmo, we doing the party hotel. Yeah, y'all about to get I wanna it see, in. I want to see the pool nuts. Like, I want all that. Ooh, so. I done seen so many videos about. The Cosmopolitan pool the, party or Vegas just pool party. Vegas pools. Like, yeah. that shit is disgusting, man. Well, no, we're not getting in it. We're just oh, going to okay. see. We're we, we just going to walk to the party and be like, yo, they going crazy. Let's do a lap. I just seen so many videos, like, how much piss. Oh, I can imagine. Dookie. Look, like, man. You're a pool owner? I know. <laughs> that, our pool look crazy right now. Mm. We didn't put the cover on it all winter. We didn't winter. Come on, bro. Bro, to put the pool cover on there is a two person. It's a two person job. And my, I kept asking my wife to help me, and she wasn't. She wasn't with it. And it just you got know, cold. I live around the corner, right? No, I didn't. No, I didn't, bro. I didn't this shit, you, man. This shit is is disgusting. But y'all got algae again. I got. Oh, oh yeah, it looks crazy. <laughs> My, uh, it looks crazy. My boy got a pool, and when he uh, when he bought his house, the pool had been used in ten years. So it was you could imagine how it looked, right? I go over there like three months later, it looked like a brand new situation. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, bro, the, the, I called the pool guy. He been over here for like a month working on it, got it right, and it looked like a brand new situation. I mean, it was brand new. It was yeah. crazy. Y'all like, gonna zip line? We're gonna do the Ferris wheel. If we're gonna do the Ferris wheel because we can see that from the view of the hotel. Yeah, so man. We're gonna we're gonna go definitely go do that. I was nervous when I wanted. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. I want the did you zip line or Ferris I, wheel? I, 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 the zip line wasn't shit, but that Ferris wheel for me, like you just so slow and you go super high and everything like that. I was just like, man, I'm scared of heights. Yeah. <laughs> Good views though, right? Definitely. For yeah. sure. We did it at night. It was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big dope, man. Yeah, you I'm gonna super have, excited. Gonna have a real good time. I'm man. super excited for this trip. We're going really and it's uh we're going Juneteenth, so we're hoping to see some 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 jigaboos out there. <laughs> <laughs> Negro activity. Yeah. Man, uh me and the wife said whenever the next time we go to Vegas, we doing like the super luxury hotel. Yeah. Like uh like it, we gonna do it. and like we never done like a pool day. We want to go to like a pool, not a pool party, which is like a day at the pool. Yeah. See, this one chill, has like relax. A, a pool party pool and then like a come chill out, no DJ, no yeah. no party going on, just come chill out pool. So we're going to experience it all. We, we're probably going to do the spa thing, probably going to have a day of that. So we're going to run the bag up. Go for I'm it. I'm going to turn 40 once. Dizzle, how was the week? Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> slow motion, slow motion. Um... Just looking, it's, it's getting a little warm out there. I done heard one lawnmower in my neighborhood already. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Nigg- some more this week. Only 70 degrees, they said. These niggas don't waste no time. I'm ready to get the grill out, though, man. Yeah. I'm almost. It's almost that time. I got to start with the small grill just to knock the dust off. You know the what I'm saying? The Cabrillo grill? The Cabrillo grill. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I'm starting off with that just to make sure I still got it. And then um, just be on, be on the lookout for the cookout invite. Yeah. It's coming. That's what I was going to ask you, man. How much kicking are y'all going to be doing that y'all about to be parents and everything like that? Shit ain't changing. Fuck that kid, huh? Yeah. (laughs) They they probably have a about six-week chill moment. I don't know about that. We got a lot of people that's been begging us for kids for ages. They ain't going to let y'all have a moment. They going to be right there. We going to be like, here you go. Take take them. Take (laughs) them. Yeah, shit ain't slowing up. That's what's up, man. All right, man. Sports talk time. 
A lot of debate about who is the NBA's MVP. We got Giannis always in the mix. We got Joker in the mix because he's Mr. Triple-Double. He's actually back-to-back MVP. And then Embiid. Who is y'all MVP of the NBA? Let me let me get my stats pulled up because okay. it's been Joker for most of the season, even though it's a regular season award. That's what we got to make sure we understand because playoffs is a different scenario. True. So it's been Joker most of the season. Uh, when they started, when the Nuggets started losing, it shifted to Embiid, right? But then lately, the Sixers been kind of teeter tottering. Like they haven't been on a, a a a streak. You know, I think they're third in the East right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're asking me right now, I would give it to Giannis, first in the East. Um, been playing as Giannis always plays, dominant on the offensive end and defensive end. And they just playing the best ball right now. Uh, I think they got the best record in the league. So I'm giving it to Giannis. Whatever he just said, I agree. Mm. I don't even need to comment. I feel the exact same way. Yeah. I know folks want to give it to Embiid, and I was one of those folks. But as of the last, what, week and a half, I think he dropped the ball. I think he uh, sat out the game versus Joker, which was prime time. Like, that's what we want to see, and decided he didn't want to play. And that, in my book, took some points away from me. I agree. <laughs> I'm still in B though. I am. And B the leading the league in scoring. I want to say top ten in rebounds. Um and I got a sports bet, a futures bet that I made. <laughs> that'll pay me a smooth five fifty if he win the MVP. So I need that five fifty. So I'm strictly on the sports bet that I needed to win. So team and B. That's what's up. <laughs> so uh late yesterday or early Saturday or whatever it was, the NBA and the Players Union came to an agreement about the CBA. Break it down. You guys are changing. So, so the players were no longer the, the big one. <laughs> the big one. They're no, no longer prohibited from the marijuana from marijuana like like laws in the new CBA. So that's going to be huge. Um, what I don't understand this pool play. This pool play says that. Games are backed into uh backed into a regular season schedule starting in November. Mm-hmm. So I think it means that it's kind of, almost kind of like a round robin type of situation. Like they have the schedule made mm-hmm. or whatever, but I think like they're gonna have pool play basically to have almost like a flex schedule type of situation. So where uh, teams that don't normally play might play. No, or, or, I mean or play more. Or? Like so, like. How can I explain it? Because I heard him talking about it on ESPN. So basically, like, all right, hey, man, the Cavs and the Bulls are one and two in the East. Man, let's put that game on Sunday at 3 o'clock. Ah, that type of stuff. That's, so, that's the way I Kind of like how the, how the NFL does it with, yeah. the, with the big games. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you, got you. And then we got um, eight teams advanced to a single elimination tournament in December. How y'all feel about that? I mean, looking at it right now, you know, you got to see it to actually uh, really feel what it, what they're trying to do because folks was skeptical about the playing tournament, which right. I love at this point. Um, it's giving more folks a chance to actually make it to the playoffs, makes games more meaningful, less folks sitting out just because they that seventh seed, you know, you're still playing for, for seeding and to make it. Um, so I, I got to see it in action. I saw that they're giving uh, players 
a $500,000 bonus mm-hmm. to win these games. So, so hopefully it makes regular season a little more important to, to them. Is this like mid-season? Yeah. Tournament, yeah. basically. Basically, yeah. And then once that's over, we go back to the regular schedules. Yep. 13 and 40 schedule, like records and play mm-hmm. on. Yep. So none of that matters in the in the win column. I mean, it still it still matters, but like they're it's designated still, as a, hey, this is part of your playing tournament schedule. 73 and 9 is still the record. Then yeah. that won't change with this playing. Right. Okay. They, they okay. said the, uh, the two final teams, I guess. Uh, we'll have 83 games. So okay. They, have oh, because they play in that game. championship game. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I love it. Uh, I, they do this in the WNBA. It gives you, like, an extra thing to be interested in as a fan. Um, I know a lot of older people like, this is stupid. Why would you do this? Well, you have to constantly push the envelope to change the game and try to keep interest for the sport. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it's going to be weird for the first, you know, year or two. But just like you said, with the play-in tournament, Everybody, I mean, it's the talk. It's the talk of the league right now. Yeah. Outside of the MVP, like, all right, man, I who's gonna get it. into playing? Like, like we're talking about the Lakers being at the nine eight seed, still making a run to the NBA Finals because, hey, man, it's LeBron and AD. All they got to do is get in, mm-hmm. and then you never know what'll happen. I love it. And think about the bigger umbrella too with the major sports. Golf is changing. P, uh, yeah, I said golf first. <laughs> um, football. They're trying to make some changes to the baseball. Schedule. Baseball the got the pitch, pitch count. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is the perfect time for all the bigger major sports to get in where they fit in with their changes and make it a norm in ten years where we forgot about the the old ways. You know. Yeah, so. yeah. And they talking about the final four of that tournament is going to be in uh, different cities, Vegas, potential destination. NBA is going to have a team in Vegas very, very soon. In my research, Vegas is doing a Formula One race there in November. Yeah. I saw that. And they about to make the strip the whole, like, it's going to be nuts. And I was just reading about some of the construction that's going on. That's another and, reason you shouldn't get no damn rental car. <laughs> yeah. Because driving is going to be terrible. Certain streets going to be completely closed for months. Crazy, crazy. Have y'all seen Cameron versus Mario <laughs> Chalmers? Yes. Or Mario Chalmers, yes. as Cam calls him. It ain't sweet over here. <laughs> it ain't sweet over here, Cam. So this all stems from Mario Chalmers' comments about LeBron James, people saying people weren't afraid of him. And then Cam, he has his show with Mace, and he said, you know, niggas wasn't scared of you, Mario. I'll play you right now. I'll definitely beat you. And then Chalmers replied, and then Cam replied again. So on the real, on a one-on-one, Mario Chalmers a killer Cam. Cam used to hoop in high school. Mario still Mario Mario still hoops overseas. Yeah, ain't no I'm ain't taking, no chance. I, I, I'm taking Daquan any day <laughs> over the rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll take the overseas hooper over the rapper that hoops in the backyard with his friends quarterly. You're right, <laughs> but Killer Can's gonna make it entertaining. Oh, I'm sure he he, he gotta we gotta come you know jeweled up and everything else. You know you know he is. How so, old is he? Dip Cameron. Dip set. How old is Cam? Cam gotta be like forty one. I'm a guess. No, I think Cam damn near fifty. Think yeah. so? Think that old? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. The 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 difference between yep. a, born a pro, February fourth seventy six forty seven years old. Yeah, the, the, the distance between a pro and just a regular, oh, I hoop. Yeah, that's a big difference, man. Yeah. He a high school hooper like you, man. And I know I can't get no <laughs> no buckets. I saw something online. Um, so you got a chance to score on any kind of level of player. And, like, the higher level you go, the more money you get. 
So would you score on a fifth grader for $1 million, eighth grader for five mil, a varsity high schooler for 10, and then you go to the pros, it's going up higher Do that. I pick the, 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 the individual? Nah, or? they... The, the individual's already selected. You just got to select what, what level you at. I'll take the fifth grader just to be safe because this fifth grader has some dogs out there. <laughs> Nigga, these fifth graders is beasts too. They are, well, but, shit, but you, they still fifth graders. I got to score him. Right. I ain't got to stop him from that's, scoring. That's, I got to stop the problem. That's, that's the I'm problem. Saying. Like, I'll, I'll be able to score. On the fifth grader. Yeah, for sure. The eighth grader might be able to steal. If he's 6'3", three. No, he the, might fifth be able grader, to the fifth grader me. might be able to fucking cross me over <laughs> at this point. Uh, <laughs> and I'm the eighth weird. grader is definitely going to beat me. <laughs> no doubt about that. I'm, I might not score on the eighth grader. Right. Yeah, I was confident it. in the eighth grade that I could beat an adult. I, and, I, and I didn't even hoop like that. But I was confident that I could be an adult in F grade. Just your youth, youthness. Yes, exactly. Just I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll last longer endurance-wise. Yeah. Man, oh man. All right. This is this gonna this is gonna hurt one of us on here on the pod. Transition over to some, some hip hop talk. <laughs> Somebody's favorite rapper of all time stupid, got kind of roasted. And there was something viral going around about Soldier Boy. Two hundred Fifty dollars in food stamps or dinner with Soldier Boy, killer. <laughs> Family of five. That's why. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what is so? The 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 big question for me is, dinner is just dinner. It's nothing that like he ain't coming to dinner with no paperwork. We ain't signed no contracts. So that the, at best, all my hopes and dreams would be just I'll get back with you. But the EBT, <laughs> I'm talking steaks. We're going to have a nice meal. Mm, Cereal, mm. Pop-Tarts for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Almond milk. You know what I'm saying? Big time. <laughs> I, I think I'm rolling with the EBT, man. You at, my, at my age and, and where I am now. Man, you know how far $250 go for a household of just two people? Ooh, man, we eating good for weeks, <laughs> right. bro. We eating good for weeks. I'm definitely taking the food stamps. Now that brings us to the one and only A. Dizzle, be your careful. guy. Be Big careful. Draco, he might be listening. And when you saw the, the New Jersey ring he gave, so we don't yeah. want him ran nuts like this. I so. did. There's only one right answer to this. <laughs> Let's see if he makes the right decision. I've thought about this for a while now. <laughs> Guess what? Racy. No, <laughs> I will take dinner with Soldier. Goddamn lie. All right. Goddamn lie. P.O.P. Hold it down. <laughs> because there's got to be, we talking 250 and food steps, right? Yeah. <sighs> he lying, bro. Is Soldier going to be on time? And what, and what are we talking about that's worth 250? The experience. <laughs> I would take dinner with Soldier Boy. I would definitely take dinner with Soldier Boy. Just to chop it up, just to give him his flowers. I'm taking the dinner. You can give him his flowers on this great podcast. <laughs> so I do every chance I get. I'm taking the dinner. I'm taking the dinner. Yeah, I'm taking. The I dinner. actually wanted to change my answer. <laughs> this is why. This is why. If this is prior to this incident, I'm taking the ABT. But now that this is out in the world. I'm taking the dinner because Soldier gonna have to flex just to save face. Yeah. So he might break you off with something just to be like, you should have chose dinner, motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So so if it was prior to this, EBT. But if this if this is out and this is current, I'm taking I'm taking the dinner with Soldier just because he he's gonna have to flex. Uh I can't take that chance. <laughs> and, and and I don't even wanna be around Soldier Boy, to be perfectly honest. Shouts nah, out to him, man. Shouts I wanna out make to him do the Soldier Boy up in it. We're gonna do it, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do it together. What would your wife take? EBT all day. 
Well, Joe no question. Yeah, that's e- easy EBT. <laughs> no smart women. Smart women. <laughs> All right. I make an executive call here Uh-oh. with this uh, hip hop project we're doing. Uh, we're already at week four. Mm-hmm. Okay. So at first, we're only doing 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bump this up to 11 weeks so we can get a cool 99 songs on the nominations list. And then we start knocking songs off. I did that because this is very difficult. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to be as difficult as it is. It's extremely difficult. So I know a lot of songs that I love, I think our hit records aren't going to make the top 50. So for me, this is more about getting songs nominated as opposed to even making the top 50 list at this point. My question to both of y'all, during the week or when this comes up during the week at all, are y'all running this past the misses? Are you getting input from the wives at all? Or is this strictly nah. my project? I let her know, like, Your that, we're, that we're doing oh. this. And I, I showed her my list, and, you know, she was like, where's Cardi B? You know what I mean? <laughs> she, she's expecting so, so, Cardi B on here. So my wife's been trying to chime in, too. But the issue that we're running into is similar. I want this list to be quality songs, not just an amazing hook with trash verses that, yeah. I, that I love, but it's not top 50 worthy yeah so that's where um these choices have to be meaningful to more than just me yeah so that's where i've been getting stuck a lot is like i might like you know a uh ti let's get away song as as one of my top my top 10 favorite songs of all time but is it top 50 in 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 the in the history of of hip-hop yeah so that's you know stuff like that where i'll be struggling so that's what's up. All right, I went first last week. Yeah. So who's up first this week? I'll go first. I don't think I went first yet. Go for it, bro. So I went with songs that had impact with the masses. Um, <laughs> my first choice is Treat Daddy and Trina. Oh, man. Good pull. Good so, pull. I like that. I like that. You know, man, you know, that's one of my... One of my all times. Okay. Um, number two. He, he was on the cover of that with a food stamp, I believe. <laughs> see, see? He made the right choice. <laughs> number okay. two. I got Ludacris. Move, bitch. Get mm. out, Nice. I don't think I got um, any Ludacris. That, that song for me just puts me in my military and younger days where, and I'm sure we can all contest that have experienced this in that time. <clears throat> when that song came on, there was a population that we had a black mosh pit. Absolutely. And it, and it was pushing, it was jumping, it was for no reason at twelve thirty in the club and then afterwards we back on the bitches. <laughs> yeah. It was it was the it was the craziest shit ever and loved that time and space. So that had to be on there. And number three is Jay Z. We ain't had no J on this list. Crazy, right? Ninety nine problems. But a A one. Just impactful songs that, that I saw I like. with my own eyes go down. So I like those. I like all I like those. Them. Dizzle was good. Uh, let's see, let's see. This is getting tough, and I feel like I'm gonna have to start taking some stuff off because I'm finding more songs. Yes, and a big issue for me is it's a lot of songs I want to have on this list, and we're not really overlapping a lot of songs. So it's like, oh shit, I have to put this on the nominations list because nobody else has said it yet. I'm reviewing y'all picks each week and seeing what's out there, and it's like I gotta put this artist in here. Where's he at? Where's right. this group? Yeah. So it's getting it's getting it's getting tough. Because <laughs> I don't Luda is one of my favorite rappers, and I don't got him on my list right now. He, he's 
and you took the one, you know, move bitch is a a banger. Yeah. I play that during the weddings for the, <laughs> for the uh what's it, the bouquet for the first dance. The bouquet toss. <laughs> it goes up for the bouquet toss. Uh but let me get my shit started, man. Let me let me play this shit, bro. Uh oh. Is it gonna play? Okay. Okay. Alright. Freeze! But it but it's gotta be the 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 biz marquee uh Dougie Fresh version. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's okay. My love it. That's love my it. jam. Um so that's DJ Cool, let me clear my throat. Uh next up. I don't think we had any outcasts. That was, coming on, that was coming on my list like today and I've made a switch. Okay. Nice. One of my favorite joints growing up. What what was this? Like 90, 98? Yeah, mm-hmm. somewhere around somewhere there. Somewhere around there, yeah. Remember this vividly growing up, man. One of my favorite outcast joints, uh, Rosa Parks. Everybody moved to the back of the bus. Next up, a little bit of Souls of Mischief. This is how we do till 93 till? 93 till infinity. Wow. Classic joint. Okay. Wow. Okay. Talk about one hit wonders. Are, they are. They don't got no other hits? No, they do not. But this is my shit. Yeah, man, classic joint. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you, Appreciate by the way. It. I never knew, even knew Souls of Mischief was, Dizzle. Come on, man. I mean, shit. Might as well hit him. Uh, no, I'll save it because that's going to be on my list. <laughs> uh, that's going to be on my list later. So, for your boy, we're going back. Way back. Back in time? Back in time. All these songs this week that I'm nominating came out before Dizzle was born. Ooh. But... There are all songs that I know he's heard before and that he probably likes, especially off of those songs that he just brought to the yeah. table. So this first song I'm bringing to the table. Okay. Okay. Yes, you've you heard this before. You got to let the beat drop because I don't know. I don't recognize it right now. This is African <laughs> Bambada, Planet Rock. Oh, Okay. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> you used to be a dancer guy, right? Go. Pop, lock, and drop it, right? Ain't no used to, bro. It's still <laughs> there, okay, bro. okay. So, you know, we don't need to get into uh, things African Bambada uh, was accused of later in life. Uh, you want to know those things, Google them for yourself. But we're going to talk about that song, <laughs> Planet Rock. Dropped in 86. I am one million percent sure there was a lot of white lines used to that song right mm. there. That was a time where the DJ was more popular <laughs> than the rapper. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And that brought you kind of the vibes of a uh, uh, of the Parliament Funk. I mean, you go watch the video. Look how these dudes is dressing. Like, mm-hmm. they don't dress like, quote, unquote, rappers. It's like pure entertainment and things of that nature, man. Yeah. So that definitely got to jump on the list because they're not technically rapping, but it's like still hip hop. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So we always forget that. Like, we think hip hop is only rapping, but. DJing, no, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and the graffiti, all those That break time elements. frame in, in space was crazy. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All right, number two for me, this was very difficult. And this guy is now making his second appearance. Matter of fact, both of these guys are making their second appearance based off of one of your picks today. Goes by the name of Dougie Fresh. Mm. And at the time when this song came out, he went by the name of MC Ricky D, not Slick Rick. The show. That's a a good one. 
I mean, I could go on and on about why this song is so important to hip hop. Obviously, it dropped in 85. But for me, probably the first time I've ever heard the song was probably like 89, I think it was, uh, when New Jack City came out. So there's a scene in New Jack City where Ice-T's character is at the spotlight, the club that's in the movie. And he's basically stalking Nito Brown. You know what I'm saying? Because anybody ever seen New Jack City, they know Ice-T is the cop, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Nino's the drug dealer. So, like, they're playing that song in there. And, I mean, Dougie Fresh, for goodness sakes, man, the man beatboxed an entire song. Yeah. I mean, he has a dance named after him. Hit him with the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hit him with the Dougie. So, that is definitely going to be on there. And, obviously, the Inspector Gadget sample that they use in the song. So, I mean... That has a, to make. That's this. a good one. Thank yeah. you. Thank I have you. a I have a Dougie Fresh story, man. Go for it. I opened up for Dougie Fresh. Get the fuck out of here. DJing, uh, not ready at all. Like this was <laughs> early on DJing. I don't even know how I got this gig, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I don't know how many hundreds of people, bro. I was out there trying to do my shit, bro. They was like. They didn't even hire me for the second day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was a two day event. I did my first day. Got paid. Dougie Fresh came, and I was like, I told my wife, let's just go, bro. I'm not trying to be here. I just want to go home, count this money. I have a somewhat similar. <laughs> I, opened up, I opened up for Kid Capri, um, their official state homecoming weekend, and I think I got the gig because I had the industry standard mixer that he was requesting, and not many people in the city had that mixer at the time. So I got the gig based off of that, and I was I was cool, you know, the DJ, but it was a light crowd because there was other other homecoming events happening right. to where it didn't pack out. So normally in the dating atmosphere, when it's 100 people at the bar instead of 300, the vibe is different. So I'm just creating the normal dating vibe. He comes in there, and it's like 80 people. Mm. And when I tell you, that's probably the, one of the best nights I ever had in my life. Oh, so yours is a good story. On for him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing the dating shit, and it was just regular. When he, I opened up for him. When he got on into his hour set, he did like an hour and a half. All the the the, the staff from the bar was in the mix partying because it was enough. it was just that fun. It, he. He changed the whole vibe in the room, made me look like shit, and I had a front row seat with a smile on my face because I was just fanning out yeah. on watching him create that. So. I was like, it's, I got to get out of here, bro. <laughs> and they paid me for the second day, too, but they was like, oh, we, we don't need you. <laughs> this was in, in town or this was Columbus? <laughs> this was, uh, it's got to be like six years ago. And I literally got this little bitty board. Like, I was just. Was it packed in there? It was starting to get packed. Like when I I I opened, I was uh -huh. the first person to start playing music. So people are coming in, and I'm just playing my regular stuff, stuff that gets the regular house parties <laughs> right. jumping. But it just wasn't it. It just mm -hmm. wasn't hitting. Yeah. They smelled fear, <laughs> <laughs> and I got out of dodge, boy. Count that money. Yeah. All right, for my last nomination. Hey. We taking it. I told y'all, man. We taking it back, dog. Dropped okay. in 1982. Coil Ray. <laughs> Wrong. No. Uh. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. This is New York City when the city is burning to the ground. Like, this isn't come bring your kids and go on a tour of New York City. Like, this is the slums in New York City. And the things that they talking about in this song, broken glass everywhere. People Not pissing on them? They What's just this don't care. Kid? This ain't Mace, broken glass everywhere. Talk about champagne bottles. This is broken glass from crack pipes and the apartment complexes in you in your atmosphere smelling like pissy <laughs> hallways. <laughs> Google that shit. And obviously, that beat 
You use that beat, you're going to have a hit on your hands. Mm -hmm. Ice Cube used it. Check Yourself remixed. Matter of fact, Puff and Mace used it last week for my nomination, Can't Nobody Hold Me Down. And obviously you talk about Coyle Ray players used to this day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This song classic, classic. is 40, 42 years old, 41 years old, and it still rings off. So those are my nominations for this week. Love it. So listen, who, who on the beat? Do you you know who produced that? I have that? no fucking clue. Because it is a classic beat. Let's Real. find out. They've, they've made a lot of money off that one. Definitely, uh, probably the labels did. You know, <laughs> yeah. this is this is the, the one-time 80s. purchase. They brought, yeah, they did raping you records, bro. Bought that beat for three k. <laughs> Facts. Nah, right, we got a good list going on, man. It's gonna be tough. So yeah. how are we when it comes down to it, <laughs> how are we going to shift through? And, and, and I think I had a vote on that because I thought I put up some thought into this. Go for it. I think once we get the list where we are finalized with the with the picks, I think. We should like round robin each other's list, and, okay. and we do our own. But we kind of be like, what do we? T- maybe maybe we choose three songs, or however we decide to choose a number, and we take off three off yours, three off yours, three off ourselves, and then kind of see what if we have any. If we all have one that matches, automatic go. You know, just okay. something like that to where we can we could not just curate or curtail our own list right but we also look at the list and be like well i hate that on your list right. i love these on mine so kind of a way for us to all dabble in each other's list fair very fair i like that i like that we can do that for sure for sure you want to recap these picks for this week go ahead bro because i'm looking up who made so, that beat i went with uh trina or sorry trick daddy and trina nan Ludacris, move bitch jay-z 99 problems Dizzle's picks were DJ Cool, cool Let Me Clear My Throat, mm-hmm. Al Cash, Rosa Parks, Souls of Mischief, 93 Till Infinity. Kev Nash, Week 4 picks, Africa Bambada, Planet Rock. Party people. Dougie Fresh and the Get Fresh crew, the show. And Grandmaster Fresh and the Furious Five, the message. Sorry, Grandmaster Flash. Sorry. I like it. Love I like it a lot. Love it. Yeah, man. We here, man. We no are. luck on the beat? No? Uh, it says Sylvia Robinson. I was, wow. Okay, Sylvia Robinson, she was like the owner of the label, so she kind of like puffied that thing. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> uh, Edward Fletcher, known by his stage name, Duke Booty. Mm. Okay. He uh, passed away last year. Yeah. Passed away last year at 69 years old. Hopefully he caught some checks off of that. Man. Yeah. Well, so while we still on kind of the hip hop, have y'all it. been hearing the uh AI generated hip hop? Bruh. Yes. That shit crazy. I, Scary. I, I saw a dude break down a, a beat of his choose or a Kanye song and uh made his own sixteen to it. The white dude? Yeah. Yeah. yeah or yeah, or yeah. his own eight or own sixteen, whatever he did, and then played it back in Kanye's voice. And it sounded like Kanye was spitting what he just spit. So are y'all scared at this point? Because I know, you know, AI-generated music is only a tip of the iceberg, you know what I mean, with what AI can typically or uh, eventually be able to do in terms of uh, being able to come up with Mozart. I think they were saying that uh, AI had some type of Mozart type of style of music created in two minutes or some Mm -hmm. shit. Like, it's just going to be crazy. and. If you think about it, I wasn't. We weren't really hearing this shit two months ago, right? You know what I mean. So, imagine a year from now, what's 
you don't even know what's real, what's fake. That's that's a lot. I'm, I'm terrified of it, and it's only because I don't got shit to lose. But it's like I, like I don't have like a lot of shit to where it's like this shit gonna come directly to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm terrified of the thought of it. I saw not music related, but I saw the same concept where a guy got a phone call from his daughter who's in college, and she sounds ballistic. It's her voice. She needs money. He on his way to Western Union, and decides to call her back. To ask her something, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" Mm. Wow! So like the AI, they 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 took the whole voice scammers, uh, made it say what they wanted to say, and made it you know almost got it. Casey Jones came on the podcast. Mm-hmm. He got hacked. Somebody took uh, took over his Instagram, and they got him like AI version him in like uh, on his story talking. It it's him talking his voice. And he's trying to like sign up people to basically do some money scheme or whatever. But damn, if we didn't know that he was hacked, we're literally looking at his story like any other day. And he, right? And he's, he's talking. talking. And he's You're talking. seeing him talk. That's, mm-hmm. Man, that that can get so dangerous. Think about like the Elon Muskers of the world or the people that could, you know, they personal assistant with every password and every account get AI'd. And yeah, I need you to send this now. You know what I'm saying? What's gonna happen? They gonna go and <laughs> like it's it's so scary. Yeah, there's programs out there that write news articles off of AI. Um, we actually have a login for one at the station, so we've been messing around with it. So it's like you could like like do random stuff. Like you could say, "Oh man, write a story about the Cincinnati Bengals." It'll just write a story. Like all right, hey, basically gathering all the information about the Cincinnati Bengals over the last two weeks. Like all right, hey, Joe Mixon was involved in this. They're trying to work out a contract extension for T. Higgins. He changed his number to number five. Joe Burrow this, Joe Burrow that, Jamar Chase this, and da da da. Sign Irv Smith. Yeah, like all that shit. <laughs> they can it just automatically does. Now obviously you have to proofread and everything like that, but like this is how it starts. And you know that movie we told you to watch, Terminator. Uh yeah yeah. This is it, bro. This is it right here right now, dog. It's about to go down. Machines is coming for us, bro. Yeah, it's about to go down. It's about to get crazy. Like think about what the like in so many different places like the weather the ai just different things in our lives think about how different we can see it about to be in 10 20 years mm-hmm. like we can see it's coming like flying cars is on the way you know it, it's, it's gonna be nuts it's gonna be like we're gonna we're gonna be old and we're gonna be them people like what the fuck is going on right here? <laughs> yeah um, another ai type of talk um just saw a video of somebody at lowe's in the parking lot and they got the security drone just moving through the parking lot cameras on each side it's like a what's it called a Roomba like the little vacuum uh-huh. cleaner but it's bigger you know what I'm saying cameras on each side of it just going up and down the parking lot Jeez. scanning people mm. Jesus damn mm. man, I'm about to stay my ass in the house man mm-hmm. what's about to be yeah man playing with my new mixer <laughs> <laughs> well shit we talk about technology yeah. technology exactly. on the mixer yeah, yeah. The, everything did I even share that with the pod? I don't even know if I did. The, the, so it has the stems option where you can acapella, instrumental, take out the bass line or like the vocal or the uh, melody of any song. So I don't need an instrumental of nothing no more. I don't need an acapella of nothing no more. I happened last night at my gig. I'm playing Outstanding from the Gap Band mm-hmm. and they want to read birthday cards for the grandmother. That took like 10 minutes. Every song I play, I just played an instrumental, and I just kept DJing. So, girl, you're looking sweet to... Boom, instrumental, right then and there. It's, it's, it's instant. So, 
My blends is going to be crazier. It's just it's, it's going to be a whole new experience, and it's the technology of today. Technology, man. Crazy. All right, man, TV talk. Everybody up to speed on Power, the latest episode of Power? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm up to speed on all this shit, but I'm getting confused on what I've watched and when. <laughs> I'd be like, did I watch that shit? Yeah. Then I have to go back and see. Oh, yeah, I did watch it. Those recaps before this episode start are very helpful. Yeah, and I'd be mm-hmm. skipping them. I'd be, in a, I'd be in a hurry. <laughs> all right, man. So for me, the biggest takeaway from this week's episode is Kane got their pops in check. Yeah. Brought them to the round table at the, the apartment. Everybody kept looking at the dad for approval, and he just sat there and cowered. <laughs> like, your brother's running the show. Right. <laughs> uh, No red man. I was confused. I had to do some Googling because I was, uh, who? what's his name? Cooper? Sax? Sax was talking to this yeah. random dude. I'm like, who the fuck is this nigga? Right. And then he said his name. I'm like, hold on. Is this supposed to be Method Man's? Oh, it is. So, yeah, man, they just they swapping out characters, bro. This is the be- This is the beginning. Thumbs down. How can they do this to us, man? Like, Red and Meth are like brothers in real life. Mm-hmm. They cast him for a reason. How come Red Man is not playing Method Man's brother anymore? I am disappointed. When they brought it up in episode one, I was like, oh, man, Red Man's going to be on here a lot more. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then they finally show where the fuck this nigga is. <laughs> no right. offense to the actor, but that's not Red Man. You're not Method Man's brother. No. We rioting. Rioting. <laughs> where did he go? Right. Uh, another takeaway for me is uh, Effie, Tariq's girlfriend. She rolling around in that busted Corolla. <laughs> but she's rolling. How does she have a car and Tariq does not have a car? How is this possible? And how does he say it? Like, we'll see Tariq. He'd be like, all right. And he, <laughs> and he goes off. Like, he got somewhere. Like, he got transportation. He don't have nowhere to, nowhere to get around. I do like how they made a joke of it because everybody mm-hmm. knows, like, hey, man, this nigga just be getting around without a car. There's only so many Ubers out there. But I do like that point. But another thing for me, I think what's going to happen, y'all know I'm big on predictions, I think that, you know, how Brayden was supposed to kill that guy uh, this week's episode, and mm-hmm. he couldn't, and he was supposed to kill your girlfriend mm-hmm. last year, and he didn't. I think Brayden is going to kill Effie eventually. Because mm. ain't, ain't she, uh, she wired up, ain't she? Like, she, she a rat. Nah. Am I, am I tripping? I just made that up? Yes. She ain't working with nobody? No. Your girlfriend is. <laughs> oh, let me, I'm getting my light-skinned girls mixed up. <laughs> I could have swore the season started with her, like, cooperating with somebody. I'm, okay, I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm tripping. But that's my, that's my hot prediction for, uh... Power Ghost Book 2, whatever else it's called, that Brayden is going to kill Effie. So so why why would he kill Effie, though? Oh, I haven't worked oh. that out yet. I haven't, wor- I haven't worked that out yet. I haven't got that far yet. I just think yeah, that ultimately, like, shit, shit's going to happen, and his first kill is going to be he's going to kill Effie to protect Tariq or some shit like that. Gotcha. Mm. I don't... I, I think Brayden is done. Really? I think he gets killed this, this season. Oh, Killing the white man. Yeah, I think he's out of here. I just don't. I, I I see him putting himself in a situation that he can't get himself out of one day. Somebody ain't going to be there to help him. Because mm. they build it up like he always needs some help. So that's how they're going to finish him is he's not going to have that help. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. This show is hard to predict, man. So many twists and turns. Everybody got a backstory. 
it's just I'm just trying to make sure I'm keeping up. <laughs> like I'm getting my people mixed up now. I'm trying though. It happens. It happens. <laughs> All right, snowfall, snowfall. We're down to our last three episodes. This episode was all about Unk's funeral. It was uh, kind of like a setup episode, setting up for. I think you shit called it really. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I. Do, you must man. be watching some like recap videos on YouTube. <clears throat> nah, that man. Tell you, the, tell you the saga. This is this is this is what <laughs> I do, man. I watch way too much TV, man. Way too much. But uh, it was really a setup episode, and uh, I'm still standing tall on Gustavo. Ain't gonna make it. I just don't think he's gonna make it, man. I'm. I was with you last week. Okay. I want to say Teddy don't make it. I hope he don't make it either. But <laughs> I think Gustavo might. Nah, he ain't gonna make it either. They both gonna be gone. Gustavo on deck, bro. Leon gone. Leon. Talk about it. Leon gone. And this, I'm thinking because they about to do a spinoff with Wanda. I'm glad you brought that up, bro. I hate when shows do this. I, I hate when shows do this. Now we know for sure she's going to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And chances are, I mean, we already thought that Leon was going to die, but now that jumps into like 99% he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Right. So like you take away from the show. Like why yeah. is this news out there now? Yeah, you we could wait we three more waited. weeks. We could have waited for that. Yeah. You could have dropped it like two minutes after the season or series finale. That sucks. That's I, a major. That's a major spoiler, man. Because they even they even almost made it look like at the funeral when when the two get together. He, hey, y'all, y'all take care. Like he kind of like they had a man to man kind of moment yeah. after their fight. It's like if they if they're gonna get back to killing or be on killing, this still would have happened right then and there. So mm-hmm. like now they're building up to where it's like, is that still gonna be a thing after this funeral? Are they still gonna be attacking each other? Is that how he died? Like, right. like they just making it to where that added a little sauce to it, to where it's like now we kind of see, we kind of see that 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 Leon is like you say going to die, but I don't think it's going to be by what what we thought initially. Right, right. yeah. I, I I'm highly disappointed by that, man. Yeah. Like for for a show that's done so much right, they've done this wrong. Like they could have just held on to that information. I saw it on a. Uh, on Unk's Instagram page. Like, mm-hmm. damn, Unk. Like, what the <laughs> hell? You, you of all people shouldn't be putting it out there. I can see it from, like, whatever source, but not from a person on the show. So, like, that sucked for me. I was I was upset about that. Yeah. Man. yeah. So Y'all this got, this was a, a, another uh, classic Franklin moment. <laughs> go for it. Man, bro. I feel like almost every episode we get... This is... I'm hype. This is the classic show. Uh, but... Uh, Aunt Louie calling him the devil. Oh, you know you the devil, ain't you? He's just sat there for a second. I know. <laughs> he said, I know. With his eyes, like I know. Yeah, <laughs> that was a class. That was one of them. That was one of them bars. Man. That's up there from like season one. Remember, uh, he's in the car with uh his old girlfriend's dad, who was the cop. He was like, "How can you sleep at night like a baby?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He out here killing it, man. But uh, y'all got any more predictions about what's going to happen on Snowfall? I mean, we down to the last three, man. I still think it all folds down. I think I think everybody around Franklin goes. I, I still think the mama goes. I, I think I think it's going to be just bloodshed. Consequences must be paid. Yeah. The mama's definitely going. 
Yeah. Oh, the mama's definitely going. You see the, the the space she in too. Yeah, trying to get she's, away from it all. She's checked out. She's all. She gave the shelter to uh, Wanda. She's, right, that's get, gonna be she's, a new show. Yeah, <laughs> she's getting her ducks in a row to to make a grand exit. Um, what else? Damn, I had one. I lost it. Hopefully, it'll come back to me. Oh, they answered one of our uh. Question. Fuck, I lost it again. <laughs> I feel like they answered one of our questions from last week, but I can't think of it right now. All good. All good. All right, man. Some quick hitters before we slide up out of here, man. Dizzle, you talked about a new 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 cup of noodles. Yeah, yeah. Y'all didn't y'all did y'all eat cup of noodles growing up? Yeah. Still to this day, like college dorms, like you stay with the cup of noodles. What they oh, is, is that the same thing as Raymond's? The actual cup though. Yeah, nah. just the straight cup. No. Nah. No? That was the emergency meal. Mm-hmm. The styrofoam cup? Yeah, like the oh, okay. pour the water in it, hot yeah. water. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. So they're coming Bougie out with a new flavor. <laughs> new flavor alert. Um, oh, boy. Just like I got to bring the... Newport's uh, flavor. <laughs> breakfast. Breakfast? Breakfast noodles. So it's uh, pancake, eggs, and like a sausage flavor. Are y'all down? No. Not a chance? I'll stick to the chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Killer, Mm-mm. no. <laughs> pancake noodles, pancake bacon it or yeah, can- pancake bacon and eggs. Some type of variation. I don't know how they're gonna do it. Uh, this is a game changer, man. <laughs> Breakfast of champions. Yeah, because <laughs> I know a couple noodles get folks through it. Uh, and it's time that they introduce some new flavors, bro. We've been eating the chicken and shrimp for ages and beef. I don't know if anybody ever ate the beef one. That was the worst. Ugh. Chicken only. <laughs> chicken only. All right, Twitter <laughs> reportedly made over eleven million dollars in three months for people blind for people buying blue check marks. Y'all, you you dropped your money? Nah, hell no. Nah. You dropped your money? Not a chance. LeBron didn't either. Do you see that post? Hey, if LeBron, a billionaire, ain't dropping it, why the hell are you? Right. LeBron said, "I'm cheap." People that know me know I ain't spending that five. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Why should you do it? What is it? Just for the look? Just, just for, for the, the look, just man. For the check mark. Just to fit in. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm cool. I never, I never I s- needed that. I saw something on ESPN where uh, we're talking about the ESPN personalities where ESPN and Disney will not reimburse their talent for the blue check mark. So, like, think about it like uh, Adam Schefter and all their reporters that got breaking news. Like, remember that segment probably like a month or two ago where people had the fake accounts that looked just like the real accounts and they were breaking news and everything like that. Without the blue check mark and everything like that, like I think those people are gonna have to do it because like that's their livelihood is breaking news. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's five dollars, but I mean still like butt crack sports be verified and yeah. that shit be looking yeah. real. Right. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. I, it's I hate it's it. terrible. I mean, and speaking of that, yesterday was April first, April Fool's Day. Did y'all get got by any April Fool's Day jokes? Uh, I don't know. I, I shared something to y'all last night about uh Ryan Day possibly getting uh uh traded or not traded but uh leaving Ohio State and Brian Hartline becoming the coach. <laughs> and then the more I thought about it, I was like, that would have been on my phone long ago before this post. So, yeah. but I was you know a, a knee deep day. I had kids running everywhere, DJ. So I just saw it at like nine o'clock after a full day, and I'm like, oh shit, is this really? Like, this is the first thing I saw. And I was like, oh. I just sent y'all. After I sent, I was like, "Wait a minute, yeah. what, what's today's date?" <laughs> I don't believe nothing on April Fool's Day, man. Man, I forget that it's April Fool's Day, and that's how they get you. Yeah, 
I, I got got. I got got. Uh, this is dude, um, Caleb Love. He plays for North Carolina. And he hit the transfer portal, plays basketball, hit the transfer portal. And, like, it was, like, one of the first things I saw in the morning. It was, like, he transferred to Duke and North Carolina and Duke biggest rivals. And my dude, Mike Wilson, he's a Duke fan. So I immediately sent it to him. I was, like, yo, he pulled a Ray Allen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he coming to y'all. And then I sat there and I was like, wait a fucking minute. It's fucking April 1st. I was like, false alarm. It's the fucking April Fool's Day joke. Right. He's like, dude, you had me going. I was like, shit, they had me for like a minute or two. <laughs> but then I started seeing all of them start coming out like, uh, like, oh, man, these Travis Scott sneakers about to have a shock drop at noon. Or I was like, no, the fucking hell <laughs> April Fool's Day, you bastards. Right. My my ultimate favorite still is my cousin. Her birthday is April 1st. And uh Back when she was born, no one came to the hospital because <laughs> her, her parents are big jokesters and funny, like like to do funnies all the time. So they were saying, oh, she's having a baby. They're like, ha, 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 click. And then <laughs> it, it took my grandfather to go there and verify that. It's he, really real. Yeah, the baby's here. <laughs> <laughs> so that one's always my all-time favorite because no one came to the hospital when she was born because <laughs> no one believed them. <laughs> oh man well there it is another episode of you can't make this up podcast kev nash dj killer kev hey dizzle we out till next week peace you yeah.